All right. Welcome to another episode of the Sell by Being Human podcast. I'm your host, Alex Smith. And, you know, I started this podcast. This is a podcast where we all learn from people in all walks of life who sell things through the lens of human connection. We learn skills from people all around us. Uh, This is the place where I'll bring the very best of those people together and we can learn from them. So, uh, this is somebody I've, man, I've respected this dude for a long time on LinkedIn, followed him for a, a while, uh, and finally got to meet him, um, recently in Tampa. This dude is, uh, you know, right now a solutions architect at, at metadata. You know, basically he's somebody that, you know, walks alongside account executives and helps them on demos and, and, and technical questions. Uh, this, he, he's been on the post sale side as a customer onboarding specialist. He's been a customer advocate, uh, at tech companies. And he's also, you know, been nominated even so for some awesome, you know, revenue awards that I, th- I think he's in the lead for from, uh, as of just looking at this. Um, and lastly, if you see him on LinkedIn, I, I like to say he's either spreading kindness, joy, empathy, all while riding on some 24 inch rims. Please welcome none other than Francisco Aller Garcia to the podcast. Welcome, Francisco. Thank you, my friend. And for those out there, I'm the wheel, F-O-G. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, for, uh, um, I love it. So, Francisco, man, um, I, I just lo- like I, I really, you know, we'll get to know people get to know you. But I love how like just, you know, real vulnerable you, you share a lot that people might be a lot of people might be, you know, maybe afraid uh, to, to, to share and put out there. But and maybe you were at one point, but um, you, you do. Uh, I think you really allow people to like be their their unique selves. And that's a very trendy thing to say on, on LinkedIn nowadays. But, um, you know, we'll get into kind of your background history. But, you know, um, I you know, I, I wanted people to get to know you through the lens of of, of a quote. And I, I, I read it from your LinkedIn, one, a post you recently made um, because you're you're not shy about you know, having a disability and, and you say your disability hasn't hindered me. Instead, it's been a guide showing me how to not just live life, but to savor it. It's taught me the art of resilience, the strength and vulnerability and the beauty and embracing change. Um, so tell me, you know, a little bit about like that, that quote living life, but savoring it. What's that mean to you? Not just living life, but savoring life. For me, what living life and severing life means is to never see my disability as something that defines me. I define it every single day. And it's not about the the limitations, right? But it's about the possibilities. Can I go upstairs in a wheelchair? No, is that safe? Probably not. But I can get a group of my friends to carry me and look like royalty. Right. So it's I can live life and I can do everything, but just differently. And that's what makes my life an adventure and this journey of curiosity. So I savor life by being myself and I savor life by living it through a mission of empowering people to live life with self-acceptance and courage. Mm. I like that, man. Like that image. Cause you know, I was, I was 
like uh so just to give people a little glimpse in meeting you like i've i've known you for a long time you know you're not shy about like posting pictures of yourself and your story and being in a wheelchair and and we'll get into kind of like your background and and that sort of thing um because that doesn't i like how you say it doesn't define you cuz some people are like well i want that people know me as the guy with the wheelchair no like you define it you you say what you get out of it and what you're going to do and what you can create out of it because you know i was just on the i was on the um the boat so we're we're on a uh, <laughs> we're on this like awesome like networking event on a yacht and i meet him at dinner and we're talking and then on the second floor of this yacht is you know a dance floor and everything and i'm look looking at him like man i want him on the dance floor and i'm like i i i, I went away for a little bit and i got up there and i thought to myself like oh man i just i wish francisco could be here how is he going to get up here? And the next thing I know, I turn around and and you're wheeling on the dance floor. I'm like, how did, how did he get you know up there? What did he do there? I didn't see an elevator. I don't know if there was one, but like things like that, it's like you don't let you know. A lot of people would say there's there's yeah, that's just too hard, or maybe that's just not mm-hmm. do that, or or not put yourself in those situations and just say I'm fine down here. I'll I'll just hang out here because this is my life. But you don't go for you know, a defined life defined by it, you, you are defining kind of that. And that's, that's really empowering for people. I, I, I feel like, I, I mean, I don't know if you were always that way, but um, yeah. Where did you like learn how to live that way? Huh. You know, it's, it's been a, a lived experience and the, the way that I view it is that it's not what happened to me. Right. Because that's not something I can control. I can't control the fact that I was born with a disability. But what I can control is how I interact with others. What is the legacy that I leave behind, right? It's not what happened to me, but it's how I take action and how I look to use those actions to have an impact that goes beyond me. And for me, what that means is is being open and honest and kind. And how did I get to that second floor? No, there wasn't no elevator, but what there was, was people <laughs> who were willing to help. And all it took wow. was me being like, hey, I want to make it to the second floor. And all everybody said is, how can I help you? Right? When we ask for help and when we do it from a place of just genuinely wanting somebody to help us, then the world opens up because we are powerful as human beings. But I know that when I involve others and I work with others, then we create greater together and we, we become like a super team in a way. That's, that's so, that's so awesome. A lot of people would be embarrassed to ask for help, but asking for help is, is a little bit, you know, it's a skill. It's a superpower because, you know, people don't want to feel like, I mean, this is anybody. I don't care. Like CEOs need to ask for help, you know, uh, senior level people need to ask for help, but like asking for help. Some people think that that signifies that you don't know something, right? Or that you're weak or that you're limited or that, you know, what all this head trash and, you know, things that we're afraid of. But asking for help is, is maybe something you've learned because you've had to do it your whole life. You've had to ask for help, right? But if not the, put in those situations and people haven't had the at bats, if you will, or experience in having to always ask for help, it's much harder for them to do it. So yeah, I guess what advice would you give to people to make asking for help easier? 
Yeah, I think there's there's a certain strength, right, of being self-aware. Because when you're self-aware and when you seek to grow, and I think so much of it is mindset, right? Yes, it's asking for help, but at, at the end of the day, it's looking for that kickstart. It's looking for that jumpstart. And what makes life this amazing journey of discovery is the people we meet and the stories we hear. So when we ask for help, we open our minds and we open our world to an endless world of possibilities, right? Possibilities and abilities, because together we create greater. Yeah, 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 I love it. Well, let, let's get people to lo- know a little bit about you that don't know you. Um, I, I, I always have to ask a signature question before I do this because, you know, a lot of people may look at your role. Okay, solutions architect. I don't know if that's sales. That's working alongside salespeople. Um, customer advocate. That's not sales either. That's kind of like post sales. That's like, you know, kind of helping them adopt the product. Same thing. Customer onboarding, helping them onboard in the product. You're not actually closing or writing the deal, right? To, to sell. Um, some people may think that I don't. I think that those are all sales roles. Um, so when I say the, the, the term, and I think you're just the epitome of this, of how you show up on LinkedIn and kind of what you just talked about when i say the term sell something but sell it by being human what does that mean for you and what do you think about when you hear that term when i hear sell by being human what i understand and why i interpret is that you know it's it's a cliche but people buy from people they trust and they buy from people they know and that's why i share my my personal life and what I've been through, the victories, the challenges, the struggles. Because when people can connect to who I am, when they can see just my genuine nature and the genuine mm-hmm. nature of wanting to be somebody who empowers you, right? That's what selling that's what selling by being human to me is. It's about empowering people to reach their goals and outcomes. And as long as I can do that, then every day is meaningful to me. Yeah. I think um, what I definitely heard from that is, is you know, the the point about, like, getting people to know you. And I'm the same way. People, like, all talk about, like, they really, like, how do you build rapport with people? How do you connect with people, right? And it's like, you know, people really sometimes struggle with it, you know, struggle with the skill, small talk. How do I make small talk with people? I hate making small. I don't know what to do. Like it, I'm lost. Right. <clears throat> Instead, we, we know so we, we don't know a lot about other people, but we know a lot about ourselves. Right. Like you said, being self-aware earlier. And like, I think, you know, yourself better by like letting people know you. Right. Like by telling people like who you are, you're not shy about your disability. I I bet I'm willing to bet you've had scenarios where you've posted something on LinkedIn about your disability, talked about your disability, just made a joke. You even you even told me you make jokes about your disability all the time. And the response, I bet you that you've gotten response. What's the coolest response you've gotten from either a joke about your disability or a post about a disability, or maybe even like a really heartwarming story of someone, you know, maybe responding to you sharing something about your disability. Cause I m- imagine you have tons of, of great stories to share. 
You know, in, in life, there's no use just sitting around. And you should take that as a fact because I'm currently sitting 24-7. <laughs> but um, and I <laughs> half, halfway to being a dad joke master, halfway there. <laughs> That's amazing. I love it. Um, I think just the, the response that, that I've gone right, and it's, it's hard to, to, to pinpoint, but I remember when I gave this motivational speech at a high school and this person came up to me and, and what they said, you know, really struck me what they said, you know, all these challenges and all these things that I'm going through now seem so much more minor when I compare it to the life you've lived. And what I've said is each person has their own challenges and each person goes through things that we may not understand. But what matters most is showing up every day and showing up with your genuine and authentic self, right? If you, I have my good days, I have my bad days, more goods than bads. And even on those bad days, I'm always smiling because you never know how being who you are impacts the lives of others. And I think that's the biggest thing that I can take away from the conversations I've had is, is that you can impact people by just being yourself. And that is the key to life. Mm, mm, I love it. Um, you know, who, who's helped you become like strong? Like, tell us about like your story. You said you were, you were, you were born with a disability. Tell us a little bit about what that was and, you know, who's helped you, you know, along the way and, and what, what did they do for you that made you so strong? You think if you had to pinpoint it. So, I think the, the biggest thing, right, and for me, it's been just the incredible support system that I have from my family and specifically my mother. And I think she's just the most um, amazing warrior, right? I think she is a superhuman and I'm very connected um, to, my, to my mother because I can't imagine, you know, as having a child and learning my child has a physical disability that it'll impact the rest of his life. Yes, life is unfair, no matter how you slice it. But when you add in these extra layers, right? Not like onions, but when you add these extra layers that make life more challenging, how's he gonna work through it, right? How is he going to address this? And what she instilled in me is this sense of confidence, this sense of hard work, this sense of work ethic, but in everything that I do, being humble and being thankful and being grateful. Because yes, I've accomplished a lot in my life, but I know that I wouldn't be where I am if it wasn't for others, if it wasn't for my family, and if it wasn't for the people who accept me for being me and who make me feel that even though I'm just five foot four and like maybe just five foot in a wheelchair that I can feel <laughs> like an MBA great when, whenever I'm with them. Oh, that's, that's amazing. I mean, you know, I, I see, I see you so positive. So many people be like, you know, I know, like you said, there's good days and bad days. Um, and I think like having that support system around you, you probably forget or at least, you know, it makes the bad days easier. Cause I know I have to imagine, like I was, 
I, you know, I'm sitting here, I can stand on two legs. And I, even I was like bullied in high school, you know, <laughs> like, and I, I'd break, you know, I had everything like you would think like I, I'm starting from a completely different place as you. Right. Um, and so, yeah, like, you know, I, you know, um, what, like, would you give advice to your younger self? Like, um, that, you know, I mean, it takes a, a real, I, I feel like it, it takes a lot of, you know, courage and strength, like over time to develop that kind of a mindset. Um, and I don't know if that was always the case with you. I'm sure there's been times where you're like, I can't do this, or maybe like, this is, this is, you know, I'm, I don't know, like, you know, um, I'm always going like it's per this is permanent because it is right. This is I'm always going to get teased like this. Right. So um, do, any advice that you would give to like your younger Francisco that maybe was dealing with like like the hardest times as a kid? Um, the advice that I would give to my younger self is to. Man. There's so there's so many, there's so many good tidbits that I could say, um, <laughs> but I think the biggest one, and the one that resonates the most with me, is that when you accept yourself, right, for your strengths, for your weaknesses, for who you are, then that allows people to come into your life in such a way that will transform you, in, in just the most amazing human you can be, right? Because Life can be challenging, life can be sad, and we'll meet people that we don't get along with, right? That's just the reality. But when we're open to the world, when we're open to the good, when we're open to the bad, right, and we show up as ourselves, then that allows the good people to come in and to lift us up. So hmm. live life with self-acceptance and courage, and amazing things will only follow. Love it. Oh man. Um, tell me a little bit about kind of, you know, your, your journey a little bit. Um, you know, uh, a lot of people think, okay, you know, now, like if I have a disability, I'm kind of limited or like I can only go down certain paths. So, you know, did you know what you wanted to do and how have you kind of navigated, um, you know, your career, what, what things did you kind of, um, you know, want to do and, and, and kind of, how did you find yourself kind of, you know, working for customers at a, at a tech company? <laughs> um, you know, it's, it's funny as a, as a young kid, I wanted to be governor of Puerto Rico. I, it was always, there's always this servant leadership to me, right? This aspect of wanting to work with others to be their guide in their journey of being superheroes and in navigating my professional journey um, started out as a marketer but what i felt and what i needed was to work with people right work hand in hand with them to be their heart to be their soul to be their partner right in 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 these steps and finding that there is a career path known as customer success and now pre-sales because now I'm architecting a world of possibilities for customers. Yeah. And it was about aligning my strengths, right? Of curiosity, of adventure, right? Because finding a solution is an adventure. And 
wanting to just challenge myself every single day, right? Because every customer is different and what they require will be different. So meeting them where they are to take them to where they want to go, that's what drives me every day. And that's why I love what I do because I get to hear people, I get to listen, and I get to take all that in and be that rocket fuel for them. Hmm. Yeah. You know what? You were telling me a story on um, the the boat. You were saying that like, um, you know, people kind of like say like they they buy almost because of you or like I they request you like <laughs> I want to I don't want to work with anybody but Francisco or like, you know, give me Francisco or, you know, and, and like you say, you're you're cracking jokes. Like, I mean, a lot of people can't tell. You know, like I can't see like on this screen, you know, for those of you listening, I'm looking at Francisco and he looks like, you know, he's on a just a, a video screen. Like I'm just seeing him from a, the chest up. So I can't really tell that he's uh in a wheelchair or that he has a you know a disability. And so, you know, it's very awkward for somebody to like broach that subject. I mean, but if you follow him on LinkedIn, you'll see that and know that about him. But how do you make it comfortable for people to be able to talk about your disability and to kind of connect with you mm-hmm. like you know do you have any examples about how you like you say you just you know being you like who you are and letting people know the real you is like one of the biggest powers in life you know what does that look like in your role you know it, it can be as simple as like oh i just rolled up to my desk in my 24 inch wheelchair and then the person will go like wait what like what just happened here and it's it's this amazing thing where you see a person, they'll just go like, what? And then they'll be like, oh, like you're in a wheelchair. Like I would have never known that if you've never told me. I'm like, yeah, I'm just, I'm just here. I'm just smiling. It doesn't impact or change anything um, that I can do, right? It, it's just me. And creating that space where people can feel open and honest. And I think a lot of that has to do um, with my body language, right? As if anybody's seeing this video right now, I'm like practically smiling ear to ear. You can see my dimples, you can see my eyes, and it's about creating that environment. And that's what I love to do because if people can feel comfortable with you to the point where they learn that I'm in a wheelchair, then if they're experiencing any challenge with their platform, they will definitely let you know that. Because in the grand scale of things, much smaller. I mean, it's bigger, right? We, we all want to generate revenue and opportunities and all that, but in context. Yeah, I find, you know, yeah, if you're, it's it's just kind of, I always say it's kind of like a, you know, this, this, this avalanche, like as soon as you give a little bit, then someone's maybe willing to give something about you. Maybe they go, you know, oh my gosh, like I have a cousin in a wheelchair. Or I have a family member in a wheelchair or, Hey, that's nothing compared to my day. Wow. I thought my burning, burning the, 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 you know, the toast today was a bad day, but like, you know, <laughs> you're, you're dealing with way more, you know, stress and, or they'll just tell you something and then you're like, okay, now we're kind of connected, right? Or they'll tell you like something personal and they'll feel like it's easy to talk to. Like, you know, this isn't just about, you know, revenue, right? Like, you know, yes, it's not all about building a relationship. We all have to like get down to business and solve problems too. But, you know, if people can feel comfortable ta- telling you things about a, on a personal level, then they'll f- feel more 
you know, comfortable telling you on a professional or business level, right? In a high stakes, like, you know, um, revenue level, right? Because it's just, it's, it's no different. It's just, oh, he's a per, it's not about the, you know, um, the company versus me or the salesperson versus me. It's about the person, like you said, working with me and we're a team together. That's how he views it. Whether or not we end up doing stuff together, totally secondary, but at least we're approaching this as let's work together on this, right? Exactly. And one of the biggest things that I've done, and you've even been the recipient of this is anytime I meet a person, I do a gratitude video. I dedicate one minute to just hyping this person up and thanking them for giving me their most valuable asset, their time, their energy, and their story. And the people I've met because of that is incredible. And I can't wait to see who else I meet on this journey. Yeah, it's so funny. Like, um, so for anybody listening, so Francisco posted the other day, he's like a, so Loom, the platform for videos, I mean, he's like a, like a gold medal. Like if there were an Olympics for video, Francisco would have won the gold medal. He, he's posted like hundreds of loom videos and yeah, I've, I've gotten one and it's a simple, anybody can do this. Like just steal, just go ahead and steal what Francisco said, you know, saying, Hey, I'm, I'm just thankful for your time. You know, the greatest asset that we all have, like your, um, you know, what did you say? Time? There was three things, right? So it's um, time, energy, and their story. You're right. Their time, their energy, and their story. I love that framework, right? Maybe, maybe make your own three, but I love that. Like, it, you know, those are all three things that are, that are emotional, right? Their energy. Like we've, you know, you, you, you were invested in this. It wasn't just time you could have spent other places. You were invested. You, you, you were thoughtful. You asked questions. You were, you were involved, right? They could have come, shown up with lazy energy and you want to thank them for bringing that energy. And then their story, like they brought, like, you know, they were vulnerable. They talked talk to them. Those are all things that are so simple. And you can just, you know, throw in, hey, specifically when you said this, you you even, hey, you talked about my podcast. And this was less than a minute. And it, this is a video. You can do it on LinkedIn. There's companies like Loom and Vidyard and SendSpark is another awesome one we met and you've, you've heard from on the um, platform. These are all great places to just anybody. It doesn't in sales. It doesn't matter. Like, Get beyond just a text email or even a phone call, like seeing someone's face, their facial features and a quick minute. Um, I'm sure people are like, oh, my gosh, like no one does this. No one's sending me a gratitude video and they'll remember you not as Francisco, the guy that in the wheelchair. He's the guy that does the <laughs> gratitude videos, you know, like, right. Like, um, I, I love that idea. Um Tell me, uh, like, so like what, what are some of your, like, I'm wondering, like, just, you know, talking about how like sales itself is about being human in your role. What do you have to do in your role? Tell, talk to me about like, you're on the pre-sales side, solutions architect, right? You're helping craft a, you know, a, um, a vision, put a vision to life, right? Take people on an adventure, Talk to me about how you think, like, what you do. Like, obviously, there's somebody else actually getting them to sign, but you're closing it as a team. So what are you doing, do you think, that's helping to move a sale for, forward in, in your process, in your words? 
I think the, the biggest thing with moving itself forward is to listen intently, right? To, mm-hmm. um, to discover with purpose. And when I mentioned discover with purpose is, remember that that person at the other day is putting their reputation at the, they're putting their reputation in your hands. So it's in your hands to show them how, um, how they can reach these lofty goals that they want or how they can solve these problems that are not allowing them to do their best and to drive the best and to drive these business outcomes. So moving a deal forward means being curious, being open-minded, not talking off talk tracks, but talking off a genuine understanding of what that person wants to accomplish. Because when they see that you're not talking from a script, that you're not just asking three questions and showing a demo, when it's this organic and fluid process, then that's what makes them buy in because like, this is for me. Nobody else on this earth can get this demo but me. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I, I like, you know, it's, it's so true. I love where you're saying, like coming from a place of like truly understanding, not a talk track or not a step, step by step or a framework, you know, just again, like seeing where the conversation goes and being really present in the moment in that conversation and, you know, seek to understand it's, you know, you're moving it forward in my opinion, doing that because of like what, the person is receiving on the other end they're you're you're there like you said they're you're building that trust because the person thinks oh they're actually in this just for me they're not anywhere else they're just here on this call for me and you know and again you know i i i'm i'm trusting because they they they're 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 confirming they really are are here in the moment in in this together uh, with me. Um, and I want to give them more calls. I, like you said, like there's a reason why people are like, I want Francisco. I want, you know, that's moving things forward. Um, yeah. Have you, have you like, what, what's anything like you've been surprised at, like from customers, like either asking for you or, or requesting for you that, you know, or just things that really warmed your heart from hearing from a customer. You know, there's there's two situations that come to my mind. One was receiving from a customer saying, this is without a doubt the most incredible onboarding experience I've ever had because of the proactive and urgent nature of Francisco, right? Of making me feel that no question was too big or too small by writing an email, by doing a loom, or by even taking just the time to meet with me over a phone call. And that's something I've always defaulted to is if somebody's expressing a challenge, if somebody's expressing frustration, let me get on a call with you. You tell me, right? Tell yeah. me your frustrations. Tell me what's happening because I want to hear from you. And at the end of that call, I will either solve your problem or two, get the solution to that problem or three, find the person who can help you solve that problem. And that's what's meaningful, right? That's what resonates with people. Not that you're there when it's good, but that you're there when they need you and that you're there when things aren't going well. And that's resonated to such a point that 
um, someone shared a gong call with me that said like, I would pay to spend time with Francisco. <laughs> Not about selling a product, nothing. Just yeah, wow. I would pay to spend wow. time. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's too funny. I mean, yeah. Well, I mean, that just shows again, cause like the alternative is like, if, if you're, if that is like the gold medal, the excellence, which I think it is like, you know, you may think, okay, that's just me. That's how I operate. But there's so many people that don't that are like, Hey, we're only going to spend our time with the higher end clients or we're, we're only going to give white glove service to the people that pay tons of money for it. And yes, there's something to be said for like additional service, you know, levels and, and, um, you know, and, 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 uh, different plans that you can pay for. But like, you know, for somebody that, you know, is, is just truly about the client and, and it's like, I want you to succeed. I want you to be not just a client now. I want you to be a client forever, you know, a lifelong client. Um, th- that's the kind of level you have to play at, at someone, you know, at you saying, again, I'm here for the good, the bad, everything in between you, um, you know, I, I don't want you to never like feel like you can't come to me or that it will cost you money to come to me. I just want you to, you know, feel like, Hey, you know, I'm going to care about your problems maybe even more than you do, you know, like that's kind of what you're going at it, uh, approaching it as so, um, you know, kind of, as we kind of come in, like, what advice I know you're coming into this you've been on the pre-sale side the post-sale side what what things advice would you give to people that are I'm, I always like to ask people uh, you know there are two types of kind of sales people let's call them right people without a quota they're they're not bound um, by a quota necessarily or closing sales I'll call them I don't love the term but non-sales people right they're not they're in a role maybe like a you know marketer or like like and you know um designer IT person maybe even um uh customer success right they are still sales people right let's be clear but they're just not in a quota bearing role um every day what advice would you give to some of these people that think oh you know, I'm not in sales. That's for sales. You know, marketing, that's for sales. I'm not in sales or IT. I'm not in sales. That's for sales. What what advice do you have for those people to maybe embrace, um, you know, selling in this way or, or, you know, connecting people with this in, in this way? I think the, the biggest thing, and this is something that I learned early in my career in, in SaaS is no matter what you do, you're in sales, right? And, the the advice that I give is when you look at marketing content on a website, that's sales. When you look at how the services that you provide, right, as a CSM or as a performance marketing manager or as a support person, all those things drive value. And at the end of the day, that's what sales is. It's about providing value about solving a problem or creating greater efficiencies for a person. And you're doing that by answering their question, troubleshooting their problem, or showing them how they can better utilize your platform to reach their goals and outcomes. And that's the best advice that I can give is that in your job and in your role, you have an impact on the revenue 
that that business creates. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're driving value, if you're driving change in any of your roles, if you're driving efficiencies, helping people do their job better, reaching a goal, um, you know, uh, accomplishing an outcome, any of that stuff is, is things where they're doing something one way and now they're doing something differently because of you, because of the value that you were able to, um, you know, either help them determine or, you know, help them see that they didn't see themselves and you, you helped guide that. So it's again, yeah, all about the questions, understanding all of those are things that you can do to embrace sales. What about the other end? What about the person that is in the professional sales realm? They've been doing this for 20 plus years. Maybe they've, they're an old dog. You can't, you know, it's hard to teach them new tricks. I know a lot of people that are like, you know, I've had success, but I've never really, it's been hard for me to hone this maybe human side of these human skills, um, you know, and uh, really embrace this part of me. Maybe I'm, you know, more analytical or I'm, I'm more, I, my tendency is, is maybe more, you know, business focused or problem focused. How would you help people lean into their, or what advice would you give to people to lean into their more human side of their, their skills and abilities. Whether you're analytical, detailed, methodical, whatever that is, whatever that may be, at the end of the day, what it is, is you're seeking to understand. And ultimately, that's what being human is, is you're seeking to understand a problem and how your solution, how your product, how what you do is a solution for that. And that's what I would say is the biggest advice is you're seeking to understand. So double down onto that. You're understanding, you're driving, you're empowering. And, and that's what makes you incredible is that skill set you have is what makes you different. So lean into that. I love it. Well, all right. All of everyone who's listened to the podcast over the years knows I like to end every podcast with a good, fun question about every human that comes on the podcast that um, helps us get to know them better and um, connect with them on a different level. So hopefully this continues long after the <laughs> podcast. So Francisco, um, the question is this, is that if I asked your your closest friends, your family members, people that know you the best, something that... Um, is, you know, totally you, like something only Francisco would do, something that, you know, could only and would only happen to you. What are, what, what would they tell me? What is just something that is so totally Francisco that only you would, would do or that only would happen to you? I mean, one of them is that I am the gratitude video king, but I think that's very um, evident. Um what my friends would tell you about me is, is that when they see me rolling in, they know that it's going to be, um, when they see me rolling in, they know they ain't nobody got 24 inch rims like this. <laughs> I love it. I love it. You're unique. That's, you know, you're gonna, you're gonna, I love how you describe it, you know, because somebody is, just not going to own it or, you know, whatever they're going to be like, yeah, I'm in a wheelchair. Like this is, you know, 
this is my reality, but you have created a feel like a new reality of, you know, your personality. Um, maybe because of it, I know you've, you've, you've thought about things like what would my life be if it wasn't that way? But, um, but you've also then thought, you know, that, that, um, what's the point? Because, um, you know, it's actually made me the person I am today. And that's, I have to be, like you said, like your mom taught you grateful and thankful for that. Cause a lot of people wouldn't, um, have ever learned those things or been that person, you know, without growing up in the way that you did. So, um, yeah, you've taught me a lot of things about how I can, <laughs> you know, look, and I hope a lot of people have learned some things through, through your story, Francisco. For sure. Thank you, Alex. And, um, I think the biggest thing that I think of is, is that you should only look back to see how far you've come and to look forward with hope because you're stronger than you seem and smarter than you think and braver than you believe. And as long as you hold those values dear, then the world is open to you. Well said, my man. Well said. Well, thank you. Well, listen, where can people like test out their own gratitude video and, and maybe find you and, and connect with you and, and, and take their shot at, at maybe thanking you for what they you've taught them today? <laughs> so LinkedIn is, is always the place to find me. Um, you can also find me on Instagram as vitamin Cisco because like vitamin C, I always bring the energy. As you can see, my life is full of puns and full of energy in everything that I do. And I'm grateful for you. I love it. Vitamin Cisco. Let's go. Well, everything will be in the show notes. Uh, Vitamin Cisco, Francisco Garcia. I will now let you get to your, your fajitas and thank you. (laughs) Thank you for, for joining the podcast. My pleasure, Alex. Hey gang. All right. Wow. You made it to the end. I know your time is valuable, so thank you from the bottom of my heart for spending your time here with me. If you heard a quote you liked, got a quick bit of value, or you have an idea that can help convince others to join, I urge you to take a minute and leave a five-star rating and review. That helps us gain influence and bring some really great guests on to add even more value to you and others. You can also always contact me directly and tell me your thoughts. I'd love to hear from you. All my info is in the notes. Let's help convince anyone that they have the ability to sell well just by being great humans. And this podcast is proof. All right. See you on the next episode of Stories of Selling Human.